1: John Sally gave us that breaking news last night about Tony Coach, Always nice to know. Thank yous to send out today. First, a big thanks to Mark Grody for sitting in for the vacationing Lawrence Holmes. We thank our guests. They were Ian Happ, Joe Ostrowski, Kevin Fishbane, and Cubs pitcher Jordan Wicks. We thank Ray Diaz, Adam Studzinski. Brandon Fryer, and Connor O'Donnell. And now we send it out to Parkins and Spiegel, who are ensconced at the Cubs convention. We saw Kevin Lapka there prettying up their space. We saw Danny Parkins taking what appeared to be a pano- panoramic photo or video of some kind, and now we welcome them in. It's going to be a fun day for you guys.
2: It always is. What did you see Matt Spiegel doing? What was Spiegel doing? Nothing. What was I doing? Nothing. I-
3: Nothing. Uh, so he's just sitting there wearing an orange shirt. That's that's what he's yellow. doing. Yellow. Yellow. The know, yellow.
4: Salmon. salmon. I oh, there you go. Um, Peach. But you know, it's just I'm just basking in the very idea of baseball. That's what's going on here. Just the concept of it is enough to warm one's bones on a day like this as Danny looks forward to me waxing rhapsodic about uh, <laughs> baseball can already Cubs tell. all day. My, my fa- my I am favorite, so my- bummed
2: that I can't be there tonight.
4: <laughs> 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 Michael is really, really bummed.
2: Yeah, he totally. sounded devastated. But yeah. By the way,
4: I, I really want to hang out in in the black side of Croatia. I'm just imagining yeah. how good like the food would be. <laughs> like, I mean, What are we talking about? Some traditional... Um, African cuisine mixed with the spice flavor profiles of Croatia. Let's Ooh. go. Well,
1: Croatian I, food is already good.
4: Yeah, I know.
2: Yeah, we got a little rosemary. Yes. Right? We got the Croatian fusion right. th- there over there. And did you see who was uh, at our buddy Joe's spot last night? I did not. No big deal. Just Steph Curry.
4: Steph Curry went to Rosemary. Steph Curry
2: went to Rosemary, and, <laughs> and Joe and Joe cooked for him. Did
4: Shane get him a table?
2: I don't think so. <laughs> I think he was able to get his own uh, re- reservation. I, I didn't ask, uh, but I, I asked, you know, who is. was on the Mount Rushmore with Shane and Dr. Joe Biden and Steph Curry. Yeah. And he said, actually, I can give you my starting five. He's cooked for Jordan which uh, I did not know before I did not know so that yeah either. that's the spot How about definitely.
4: Wani and us when we went I there. don't think we made it Really I don't
2: I don't think we made it Maybe just Wani if not us Yeah <laughs> probably Wani but I think the storyline of today is going to be who makes it here there's right. some, there's some, there's some talk of some, uh, some no shows because because of weather and disruptions and that and that sort of thing. So well, it, it'll be it'll to, be interesting to see what ends up happening. I
4: might have to move around some of the acts here at Cubcella. Like you know, if, if if somebody can't get here, then they'll move somebody from a side stage up, uh, up to the main stage. But uh, I
2: volunteered my my services for the, the pitching panel, the hitting <laughs> panel. Uh, listen, I mean, I threw out a first pitch. That's my mound. Everybody knows that. That's true. So if they, if they want to know about it, that's fine, even though Jed Hoyer said he's seen more elbow flexibility on every pitcher he's ever scouted. So
3: will there, there be a blue carpet event this year again like there was last year? They, because they didn't as cancel I re- it just because you're not here. <laughs> yes, there, 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 there,
4: there will still not be. Not only a- will there be a blue carpet event, it is within eyesight of our broadcast location. And we will have Shane Reardon over there um, doing some interviews on the blue carpet. I look, for him, look forward to him asking Dansby Swanson, who are you wearing? That's yeah. question number one. <laughs> should be good. I would think.
2: That should be good.
4: But, yeah, man, there's – there's, you know, all the delightful wackos are here in attendance. You know, the <laughs> hardcore Cub fans and the people behind the scenes, the the people who make it all function, it's just – it, it, it's nice to be uh, the, to be among them. On the people like who this.
2: bring the folding chairs to tailgate the ballroom opening so that they can get a seat close to the stage yes. in the G.A. ticketed event yes. where there is no autograph access. Yes. I don't yeah, get I think- it. Personally, uh, but well, it's good, but you know. they
4: do get it. No, of course. I mean, that's what matters. Of course. Oh,
1: oh, they get it more than we know. And and I do think that all the delightful wackos was the one that Mott the Hoople decided that they, they weren't going to press on the B-side. Uh, speaking of music, speaks, we need a ruling yes. on something.
4: Okay, I need a ruling. She's lovely. She steps yes. in with the flowing robes, the grace. Go ahead. So, Grody
1: is going, maybe, going to House of Blues tonight. Okay. To see a Led Zeppelin tribute band.
4: What are they called? Which one?
1: Led Zeppelin Two.
4: Oh yeah, they're great. They're unbelievable. So, but, yes.
1: so they are. But but yeah. how is it? How is it legal? You must know all the ins and outs of <laughs> of what it means to become another band. How can you just take their name and add a two to the end?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's fairly. Um, it's kind of the wild wild west out there. Although, like I've never trafficked in anything that approaches. Um, stealing copyright infringement other than, you know, playing their music for
2: 21 years. Yeah, so you never other than that. that. Yeah.
4: Right, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I guess maybe it, is it a different two than the, um, the two that's on Zeppelin 2, which is the Roman numerals? So, if this is Led Zeppelin, know. is it T O O
2: like their Led Zeppelin also? Yes. Or is it the number two as in like Home Alone 2? Well, that's what we two. were
1: playing with. If you're going to start a U2 tribute band, could yeah. it be like
2: U, oh. T-O-O? Sure. Y
1: O U T O
2: O. The answer, right, the answer right. is you
4: could. Led Zeppelin 2 has a number two, and the uh-huh. albums are all Roman numerals okay. I I, 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 and I V. Right, Y O U
2: T W O is a funny name for a band. Actually, right. the guy, the <laughs> yeah, guy, that's funny. The
4: guy who was the front man who does the Robert Plant for Led Zeppelin Two. is a guy named Bruce Lamont, who has serious Chicago. Bruce Dumont uh, of the Lamont. of the
1: broadcast. Going to talk politics. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
4: Who knew bruce bruce it's, it's margaret bruce dumont, dumont from the marx brothers films that's who it is <laughs> so he, but, so
1: you're but you've seen them and they're good huh?
4: i i've seen yeah i've seen i've seen the, i know i've seen bits and pieces <laughs> of them i know bruce from his old band yakuza back in the day like badass punk metal the, the hybrid thing they were a guest on sound opinions back in i don't know 2001 or two so that they're they're good and very legit so enjoy groats and i oh, think it's or, a, a different or, use of numerology is your answer
1: or somebody could just go see greta van fleet right yeah
4: <laughs> yeah theoretically yeah. theoretically yeah. yes you could um john benedek is here the organist from um from wrigley i'm told is that, that how you
2: connected music back to cubs convention yeah what do you think eh, it would have been better if i didn't point it out <laughs> keep going <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, he's wrong. That's
4: probably true. Wayne Mesmer's here. He's going to sing the anthem. There you go. A L- little bit later on.
2: Speaks is here. He loves baseball music. <laughs> uh, there are people with headphones in, presumably listening to music. <laughs> there while they're waiting. Pick a to segue. Any segue. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, but, yeah.
2: Cody yeah. Bellinger not here. People keep asking. Mm.
4: I, I think he's in your hotel room. That's what I'm telling people. I
2: don't have a hotel room.
4: Oh. I, I
2: braved the elements like a hero. <laughs> Bernstein, that coward, broadcast from home today. Is he really? Oh, is he still on the air? Yeah, you guys, you guys didn't come in. You said you were going to come in. It wasn't bad at all. And then I got to the studio this morning to do some work before coming down to the ballroom, and uh, you weren't there.
1: I was awakened by a text that said we were, we were staying home, and I did not object.
4: Okay. And I went so back to, and I went back to sleep. From higher up, uh, you, you, were, you were directed to do so. Not it, necessarily.
1: No. It just—it was an observation from one of the producers, and I didn't—I did not even get up to look out the window. The text just said, "It looks like you guys are broadcasting from home today," uh-huh. and I just said, "Great. Well, that's another hour of sleep."
2: I think it's bad out west and like lakefront and like northern, like north shore burbs. Pretty, pretty much just like rain and wind so far, but obviously that can change. In a moment's notice. It, Porth was saying out by him, they had almost a foot of snow already.
4: Really? So it,
2: it, it, That's it, the same one, yeah.
4: It's, yeah. All, it, it's, all, it's all happening. Um, but, you know, I, there's something to be said, Bernsey for your passive-aggressive approach of just accepting the, 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 the mandate or the optional mandate to stay home. It wasn't a
1: mandate. Home. It's 7.08 a.m. Ray Diaz looks like a work-from-home day for you guys.
3: Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's, yeah the and that's. I can confirm that, and I wrote back. Yep, yep, it sure is. I, I didn't. Wa- I <laughs> wanted to make sure that there was no confusion that we were in complete agreement. Yes, absolutely. This is a work from home day, and I hadn't even looked out the window at that point in time. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I
1: just I didn't even really respond until later. I'm like, okay, what time is? What time are we doing our call? And then I turned the alarm off.
4: Good for you. you. Got it. Well, you and me, Danny, we're we're Chicago tough. We are we are standing. Oh up yeah, strong. that's what people think about but, Chicago
2: tough. I think, I think so. they think about me.
4: I, well, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And the we're, embodiment we're, of it. We're representing the hard scrabble, um, hey. hardcore Chicagoans.
3: Is the reason, by the way, is the reason that um, you know these these uh, Twitter messages, the news is coming out that you know Caleb Williams may be resisting Chicago. Is that because he's not Chicago tough? Is that what's is that what's going on here? It, it's it's because it's because the
2: internet sucks. <laughs> that's 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 why that's why it's happening. If you kids wanna... from the kids from D.C., uh-huh. he's played, he's, play, he's played in the cold before. He went to high school out there. He's, he's, he's the cold weather will be fine. He's going to be a bear. He's going to enter the draft. I don't want to talk
1: about it. <laughs> well, look, this is not the Internet. That's Kalen Kaler. That's one of the no, best connected national writers out there who yes. is c- talking to the family and talking to the league and talking. So, like, that, I that, know that's, that's not some rando. Danny, I, I, I it, can still ignore it if I want to.
4: Burnsy, of course my you can ignore
1: whatever you want.
4: My partner's palpable discomfort at the very idea of Caleb strong-arming the Bears or going into the supplemental draft is a delight.
2: It's not a delight. Uh, I find it it's, to be it's, a it's, delight. It's legitimately upsetting, and it is disrespectful uh, to bring it up until it happens. If the uh-huh. deadline passes for him to declare for the draft. The
4: deadline is Monday. Yeah, and what day is today? It's Friday. Okay, this is the last time we're together. No, but, but I they, have to they taunt they, you with the possibility look, of Caleb strong-arming could, the Bears could, all afternoon. They could
2: be keeping it close to the vest. It doesn't have to come out until until oh, the nineteenth. So oh, that's another
1: week from now.
2: Until be be I hear <laughs> a, fi- it would not be hilarious.
4: Yes, it, what yes if it it the would. Come process, on, there would come be, on. It would be
1: hilarious. Bernsey,
4: <laughs> how will you be if if it comes out? You know, we really want to go to a place. With an offensive-minded head, coach. <laughs> some place that is a little more streamlined for my success.
1: We want to go to a place that's better run.
2: Oh God, it, oh it, God. it would it, it would not be funny. It, it would Does be it the would? Ba- come on. No, it would of course not. It would. It would Oregon's. be the bearsiest thing that ever yes! bears. <laughs> this this would like and and it would lock it up. It would be a guarantee. That he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, like (laughs) it—it would be a mortal. Lock that he is the next Patrick Mahomes. And it would be, and then so they would have missed out on Patrick Mahomes one, and then they would miss out on Patrick Mahomes two, just like Led Zeppelin two.
4: And it was just, <laughs> way
3: to bring it back. The yeah, nice thing. job, Perko. Perko, who, who, who are you crapping anyway? You'd be fine. You know, nobody is able to fall in and out of love better than Danny. I mean, from Mitch Trubisky to Justin <laughs> Fields to Caleb Williams to get Drake May. You'll. I've always you'll loved be Drake May. Yes, yes. I've always you'll be loved fine. Drake May. <laughs> Drake, Drake May think, next
2: Justin Herbert. That's what I've always said. I, I envy
3: that about you. This is yes. not. I'm not ripping. You'll be fine. Maybe oh, it's, it's... Jaden
4: Daniels that you'll fall in love with. You're good at that, Grody. You're so right. There's a cute. There's a new QB one party coming next year. No matter who it
1: is. <laughs> no matter who it is. Exactly. They,
2: listen. it – Jada Daniels, it might take me a minute (laughs) because, oh, God, uh, no, no. Because I don't want them to have the fourth quarterback in the class or the third quarterback in the class. They get the best quarterback in the class. Well, this is
4: why this is why so they stretch upsetting. out their options and just cover their butts and don't deal fields until the draft comes. Of course, and of you course. know what your options actually are. Their fifth year option thing on fields isn't until a month after the draft or a few weeks anyway. But like what, what I I just don't believe it.
2: I just don't believe it, and maybe that's making me petulant and ignorant and putting my head in the sand, but why
4: wouldn't he want to come here? Well, here's, here's the deal. He's either the very first athlete of his kind who thoroughly owns his own fate. He makes $3 million in NIL. Okay, Steve Greenberg with a great piece today in the Sun Times kind of tying it all together. Just if you need to know, he's got endorsement deals with Beats by Dre and Neutrogena and Athletic Brewing Company. He's got his own foundation already. Like he is he is a made guy behaving like an adult in the world.
2: He's a business.
4: Correct. And now he still may also love football like crazy and watch film like crazy and want to truly be great and be worth 100 percent of the investment and everything. Or he may be, you know, a modern young person who doesn't need the classic trappings of professional sports. And that's what they have to find out. And it's completely on the table that he is the latter, regardless of whether you think he's soft or you have all a problem with the nails that, and that stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Like, this is, a modern, this is a modern young American person. All that being said,
2: he's clearly interested in money and business, given all of those endorsements that you just said. Yeah. And if you go back to college, say he tripled his NIL money, you still would be delaying the big payday, which is the second contract in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And the sooner you get to the NFL, the sooner you get to the second contract in the NFL. So he's going to play in the NFL next year if he strong arms his way out of the third biggest media market in the country that's never had a quarterback that also oh yeah by the way won seven games with good young offensive linemen good cap space another top 10 pick and a true number one receiver but is it already a in market place where
4: he doesn't feel like playing? Yeah, I mean listen then
2: I then maybe then he better be strong arming his way to go like I don't know, replace Dak Prescott in Dallas. Well, but or, or, like, you know. know what I mean? Like, it's like, up to what?
1: him. It's up to him. That's, That's the, thing. the point. Yes. Is that more that he realizes that the even the very idea of a draft is inherently un American, which and is I, inherently I unfair, that. and we've finally gotten to the point where he may be the the tipping point of this this may be a time where he's and, like you know I'm going to change the system and, and that's I hate why drafts. it's
4: fascinating that's why it's fast because it, it may be the player empowerment you Danny Parkins Love. have always stood for and espoused for finally getting to a college age. I've made well, let's the do argument it next year.
2: exactly. <laughs> I've made the argument on the score that you know what's cool like, dra- drafts are fun what would be better no drafts. Like I, I agree that they're bad for players but not in the year that the bears have the no, number no. 1 pick with a transcendent <laughs> quarterback <laughs> okay. you, So now this like,
1: if, 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 Vic, be, you. if this can be, it can be next is, year. If this isn't when the week that we all do our meatball turn, I count you in on this one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the, Screw player
2: empowerment. Yeah, Screw right. player's <laughs> rights. That's Caleb Williams is getting that's his right. ass on a plane to the tundra that is Chicago. <laughs> oh he's playing God. for my team. I mean, right. Right. this is what I'm
1: saying. Like, this yeah. is what this is doing to people. Yes, yes. This is, what, is. All, what all this stuff is doing to people. Is it it's making s- us find these moments where all is like, no, 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 no. These are my bears. No, no. not Well, don't here's the thing.
4: If he and his father are legitimately interested in upsetting the entire Apple and saying oh he's got two bites at it with the two years and the two drafts he's the supplemental would be three bites he would see how that lottery goes for all teams that won six games or less which does not include the bears and but he didn't he say might...
1: bites he said shots at the apple so you have, you have <laughs> okay. to picture william tell <laughs> just t- taking perfect aim the he, apple he... is on top
4: of matt Eberflus's head correct <laughs> right
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Right.
4: Got the apple up there. But yeah, yeah the su- supplemental draft. So th- what, what if that chaos, that little lottery doesn't fall on a team he's interested in either? Then 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 he does go back and wait for another year. You know, so he's got three bites at that time. And then if next year doesn't work out, he goes to that supplemental guys. Caleb Williams is going to be a bear. OK, <laughs> he's going to be a bear. I don't know. He's going to be a bear. I and he's going to be awesome. I, well, let's see if he declares by Monday.
2: Don't
1: ruin my Cubs convention vibes this
4: is terrible right because
1: I, I i know just the the, the warm uh, the <laughs> yeah. feelings of baseball are just uh, hey, my favorite you. my
2: favorite part of your show today was ian happ talking about how he's studying defensive backs on how to go back
1: on the ball
4: how cool <laughs> is that <laughs> it was really cool it was really how cool. cool
1: it really is interesting and the, I, yeah. the uh, cross sports stuff to me will never get old i yeah. i love cross sports scouting especially and when it's it, football well, I mean, it so gives you your you. opportunity. Well, that's why I wanted to bring up the whole punt returner thing. I don't yeah, know great. why more teams don't use outfield coaches for their punt returners.
3: Oh, it's a great call. How about, he, how about your you know, guy uh, Jalen Johnson? Getting he got it all pro second second, all second
2: I, I I haven't texted him. It'd be it'd be funny to know because he's like. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. Like he is the king of comparison. It'd be funny to know if he's happy that he made sec, uh, that he happy that he was all pro if He was pissed that he was second team. Like I, I could, I could see him being Low a little salty, about, a yeah. little salty about Absolutely. it. Absolutely,
4: yep. thinking that sauce is there on on reputation on rep- that he had a better year. Cool. Yep.
2: Yeah, so I, th- I think that there's some, some humor there. But we have a absolutely loaded show, uh, including uh, Sarge, Gary, Matthew, Sr. coming up around 20 minutes from now. Jameson Tyone going to be here at 3 o'clock. Craig Council with his first appearance on the show. At 340, Carter Hawkins scheduled around 430. Nico Horner in person at 5 o'clock. So uh, if you are at Cubs convention uh, and you want to be sure that you're going to see people up close and personal, uh, the Parkinson Spiegel Show, 670 the score stage right outside the main ballroom on the fourth floor, right by the blue carpet, going to be a good spot. Cubs are going to be bringing people by over the next four hours. And
4: if you are one of the delightful wackos in attendance or approaching attendance, come up and see the home for delightful wackos, 670 the score.
2: That's right. That's exactly right. Enjoy um, where's, Led Zeppelin, Where's Sapling Julius two? Swyka?
4: Mike North hand. here? Whatever <laughs> happened
1: to Murph? They're it's all coming for you.
2: <laughs> really as much of an a-hole? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all yeah, They're all coming for you. <laughs> That's a good You're right.
5: That's,
2: <laughs> That's fun, guys. <laughs> all right, see you, boys. A live from Cubs Convention, it is Parkins and Spiegel on the score. The Parkins and Spiegel Show.
0: If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah.
2: Fans are standing. It's the third inning. And Cubs making moves. Well, that's obviously a big thing that we will be uh, monitoring and talking about tomorrow at Cubs convention, which is where we will be broadcasting.
5: Can
1: you believe it? Mark it in the calendar. This is going to be one of them nights, folks. Woo!
2: Nico Horner's going to be on the show at 5.
4: Base hit! Nico rocks it off. Cubs win!
2: Bugs. Craig Council is going to
0: join us in person tomorrow around 340. Craig Council, 56th manager in Cubs history. That feeling exists right now is 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 really, really special. It's like
4: Carter Hawkins is going to be on the show too. Did
0: he make the catch? He did! What a play! Tauchman
4: took a home run away from Burleson. Cubs win the ballgame. No, I mean, obviously, yeah. I jest very hard there. Oh, God, it's going to be so hard. He's, He's just, I mean,
2: that's the, <laughs> the perfect environment for a guy who jests hard.
4: Where do you jest harder than at the Cubs convention? A game winning home run for Chris Morrell. Can you believe it? Listen to this crowd.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be very busy for us at Cubs Convention. Danny and Matt do
1: an excellent job. This is
4: what you came in for. You've got the Cubs game on the score. And now, live from the Sheridan Grant in downtown Chicago for the 37th annual Cubs Convention. It's the Parkinson Spiegel Show on 670 the Score in Odyssey Station.
2: We are here yet again, Cubs Convention. It's cold outside. It's snowing. It's raining. The wind is blowing. Oh.
4: Yeah, man. It's
2: baseball season here. This
4: is what happens, dude. The vibes are strong with these people today.
2: I legitimately forgot that the speakers were on and all these people were going to hear us as soon as I said that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how about that
4: they, they absolutely are they're lined up There's over people there listening they're lined up right over there either to hear us or maybe to see the actual players on the blue carpet it, it's too early I, to tell
2: i in my mind speaks all of these people are here for uh me me us i don't know it's yes. probably dansby swanson he's an attractive
4: man. Yeah, he's a very handsome man all the players will be here but like all the behind the scenes folks are here man like as mentioned, the organist, the PA guy, Jeremiah Paprocki. How about Keith, the keeper of the press room gate? <laughs> You know, are you
2: waxing poetic within the first 30 seconds of the show that all of the ushers are here? You know, is that what you're talking? Is that what you're talking hey, look about? At, look at
4: this guy. Look at the 50-50 guy. You know him. I've seen him for years. I, 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 know, I don't
2: know he almost just knocked us off the air.
4: I, these uh, are these are my people.
2: Uh, I mean, there there is a vendor around here, and it has been too long since I've had a beer because dry January ended on January 3rd. You know what I mean? Well, you're damp now, right? I'm damp. I know, but assembling this stupid car, it's basically just back to drinking. Oh, I heard about the car. Yeah, it's basically what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like the the
4: vibes are strong. It feels like baseball's around the corner, even though it really isn't. And right now, Shota Imanaga is, is across the street doing a press conference. We'll bring you some of it through the translator a little bit later. But remember I told you yesterday for sure he was smitten with the Cubs plan for him. Yes. Like how they were going to help make him a big league pitcher. We read this morning in Patrick Mooney's piece on The Athletic, he was smitten with a lot more than that.
2: This guy is has been living in Chicago for a while. Been, like in the Hiding in plain
4: sight. Is it because we're like a central train hub or something? like So we could go to these other prospective free agent towns? I, no, he loves it here. He's going to take a picture next to the Michael Jordan statue. He's going to a box game.
2: I, yeah, I mean I, you know, if I was about to sign a $53 million contract I'm not positive that I would choose this weekend to be in this city, but he did. He
4: did. Yeah, he really did. He's a
2: crafty lefty who strikes dudes out
4: and like apparently he was like frequenting Mitsuwa out there in Arlington Heights, which is an incredible Asian food market. And like he was getting yeah. all the comfort foods there and everything. It's like it, this, this dude is very interested in being here and now he's here. And it's, uh, it, it, it's pretty amazing because with that and the Dodgers trade yesterday and hot and heavy Cody Bellinger rumors sparked a little bit by our friend Ron Coomer on the morning show that he expects morning, him to be back. He yeah. expects him to be a cub said Ron Coomer, who does no stuff. You've got vibes of, a, uh, uh, of possibly a very satisfying Cubs offseason possible when that was not the case, like 48 to 72 hours.
2: Yeah, ago. and what I always kept trying to say was, like, they didn't hire Craig Counsel to not win. <laughs> they 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 didn't blow up the managerial uh, salary market and jettison World Series hero David Ross to not invest in winning this year. So I, I never was even worried about it for a single moment that they were going to do things, and I don't think they're done. And frankly, even if and when Cody Bellinger re-signs with the Cubs, you and I disagree, I think, a little bit on this. Like, that is almost a necessity if you don't make a huge other addition for a bat because you weren't good enough to win big with him last year. So you need to bring back Bellinger and then some if you weren't bringing in Soto or trading prospects for, you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yep. or like people like that that we had mentioned. So I expect Bellinger back at this point as well.
4: We did the exercise when it seemed Shohei Otani was fated to go elsewhere what would a successful Cubs offseason without Shohei look like? And at the time, we talked about, they got to add a projected 20 home runs to this lineup. They were 15th last year at 196. Bellinger had 26. Morell had 26. If Bellinger and Morell are still here, you still need to add 20. And And hopefully
2: that's uh, the kid, Bush, from the Dodgers, who was the MVP of the PCL, right?
4: Exciting trade, totally worth the flyer. I think he will play from the get-go, but you can't count on that. To your point, we're actually more aligned here than, than perhaps you think. Like, you've got to think of him the way you thought about Matt Mervis when you called him up. Like, this could be great, but you don't know for sure. Yeah. Here's Michael Bush. This could be great, but you don't know for sure. I think they need two veteran bats, including Bellinger. I think they need Bellinger. Then I think they either need Justin Turner or they Reese
2: Hoskins everyone likes I think that he's a little blocked right now personally JD
4: JD Martinez sure that's another Boris client most of these guys are Boris clients which is a big big deal but I think you need two legit bats and only one of them on a long-term deal so you stay malleable and I think they need another starting pitcher and I'm looking forward to talking to your family friend Mr. Craig Council in about an hour and asking him what his relationship is with Josh Hader who was yep. there with him in Milwaukee because you had a guy like Josh Hader on a short deal, which is supposedly what he's left dealing with. Josh Hader is not finding the massive long-term deal. He thought you had Josh Hader to the back of the bullpen with Adbert Alzolay. That gets pretty exciting pretty quickly.
2: Yep. And I, I still, nothing's moving me off of, I expect a big trade. I don't think this is going to be pure dollars here. I, I think, I think that they just have too much prospect capital and, Solely doing additions through free agency this off season would strike me as lacking in creativity. I know they just made the trade with the Dodgers, but th- I, but th- I,
4: I, that but kid Jackson Ferris, their number nine prospect, that would qualify as a big expenditure. But I hear, what I, you're I mean, in ter- I
2: mean in terms of adding payroll. Yep. I mean in terms of adding and uh, trading cheap for expensive, established veteran, but not on a long-term deal. Because you've kept talking about, and we all agree, they want to maintain financial flexibility. So maybe an eight-year deal is not what they're so excited about. But, hey, I know we all love Christopher Morrell, but Morrell or Alcantara or fill-in-the-blank prospect or two A, B, or C for a front-end of the rotation guy or a 25-home run bat, like something like that. I still think the thing that just makes the most sense when I look at their prospect capital, their budget sheet, how they don't want to sign long-term deals. Uh-huh. I still think a trade's coming. I
4: think both. I, I think both a trade could still be possible and certainly spending anywhere between 20 and 30 to $35 million a year on remaining free agents because Imanaga is fairly cheap and Michael Bush costs you nothing, and you've got uh, an interesting opportunity still here to round out your offseason.
2: Well, when the GM of the Cubs, Carter Hawkins, sits in this chair between us, let's just force him into breaking news.
4: I, I'm in. Should we just badger him I'm, until he I'm breaks down. news? Yeah, okay. I, I'm down. Well, he jests extremely hard. Yeah,
2: but he's not as media trained as, as Jed. Maybe he slips up and maybe he says something. He hasn't. Um, uh, no, I mean, obviously, I jest
5: very hard there. Yeah,
2: he's a hard jester. Yes. So maybe we just badger him, and then yes. all of a sudden he's like, oh, okay, fine, we're willing to go to six years on Bellinger, and we get it done, and all these people applaud. I like it. I like right? it. Right? just public pressure. Okay. Peer pressure. It worked in
4: high school. I am totally in on all of that.
2: Sarge, Gary Matthews Sr. going to pull up a chair. Jamison Tyone will be here in about half an hour. It's Parkinson Spiegel at Cubs Convention on the score.
4: The Parkinson Spiegel Show.
2: Are you kidding me? Tune in to Twitch.
1: Afternoons on the score. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the 1984 National League Eastern Division the Chicago Cubs. Hitting third and playing left field, number 36, Gary Matthews. Sarge, as they call,
5: Two the nothing Cubs on home run by Jermaine Matthews. Well, he's got to be careful,
4: as I said, Donnie. You get that ball up, out over the plate. Three balls and one strike, and you have a guy that can drive the ball out of the ballpark like gary matthews he's already
3: seen bob denier hit a ball completely over the screen he can sit back he knows the pitcher
4: has to come to him he's riding high in the first inning they've got a lot of emotion here and bingo it's two nothing there's the pitch And Mr. Matthews, with 19 game-winning hits
5: this year, is on a roll. Well, you just saw Gary Matthews as he lines one in the opposite field in the state. Three runs in. And the Cubs take a
4: commanding 8 to
5: nothing lead.
4: That's one way to be a leader, hit three-run
5: homers. Wouldn't you know that Gary Matthews would be the first man up? He is, watch this play. Sensational. Listen to the hand they're giving him. We're
4: back with more of the Parkinson Spiegel Show, live from the Sheridan Grand for the 37th Annual Cubs Convention on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station.
2: (laughs) Welcome back to the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Give it up for Cubs legend from the 84 team, Sarge, Gary Matthews Sr., everybody. Thank you so much for coming on.
5: Thank you. Thank you for having us. A little anniversary this year.
2: Yeah, this is your MC of the panel. I got Ready. you tomorrow. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Okay. It'll be
4: me along with you, nobody's there to see me, but you and Sandberg and uh, as many people as we can get. I know Jody Davis and
5: uh, Oh, did Jody uh, make the flight? I, I know. I know they're trying. You got Bobby
4: Dernier? <laughs> we'll yeah, we'll be here. here. Yeah. And uh man, it's it's crazy that it's 40 years already. That doesn't even make sense.
5: Yeah, interesting uh with John uh, McDonough, I went to the very first one, if you can believe that, almost, what, 37 years ago. That, that's what we were wondering, this, this thing, wondering how far back
4: your history with the Cubs convention is. You just answered it there, the very first one.
5: Yeah, and and when they used to have them, it was a little worse because we would have been, a couple days ago, going out in different areas, imagine the weather. The way it is here, I think they call that barnstorming, (laughs) uh, you know, and going around and promoting the club. And then all of a sudden, John McDonough comes up with the idea, obviously him and his staff, not just John. Yeah. So I know he's listening out there, so we're not going to give you all the credit. But (laughs) he gets the credit for putting this on, not only with this one, but also with the Blackhawks. And I think the fans enjoy it so much because – Unlike a lot of uh, other organizations, um, you get to see a lot of the uh, older players and newer players here, as you will, uh, later on this evening. This is the Mac
4: Daddy of all of these teams' off-season festivals. Every team has one now, whether there's... Except the White Sox. Right. (laughs) Well, they have one, but... I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, you can. All right, my bad. They've they've canceled it um, a, a couple of times. But, Sarge, I mean, you won... Rookie of the year in San Francisco. You're an all-star in Atlanta, NLCS MVP for a World Series team in Philadelphia. Lots of fan
5: bases love you. So what makes the Cubs relationship special for you? Well, besides the little cubby bear, when I came here in anybody's time, the Cubs had never never won. And we just used to come here, friendly confines. And uh, in 84, and after that particular year, you know, you almost can't even uh, uh, find a Cub ticket, but uh, again, being around, and they have it now, so it's it's been great, but uh, they continue to have younger fans that are involved there with the Cubs, and they put on and have a, uh, a, a really consistent uh, great product. Uh, we're going to see what's going to happen this year. I, looking at it from the outside, I would have loved to have that Bellinger, but You know, when you're not writing the checks, it's easy to say who you want. Still Uh, might get Bellinger though. (laughs) Uh, For sure, I know. But uh, sometimes I think, too, uh, that's where uh, uh, the politics or management kind of gets it wrong, where he meant so much of this club, and you could tell during the course of the the year and the way that he played, and he hit both right-handers and left-handers. Yeah, he did. And this field seems to be able to fit his game very well as opposed to some of the other uh ballparks but i'd like i I mean i'd hate to see where the dodgers were if they had kept him and he had this kind of a year the way he did Uh, obviously injuries play a lot into it but what a bounce back a great year to show hey guys i'm still here well you know
4: what he did last year to your point he hit righties he hit lefties and with two strikes. He was shortening up and just like happily making contact, sacrificing power and kind of being selfless in that way, going the other way. And we talked to to our friend Nico Horner, friend of the show, who said flat out that that was contagious to see a guy who was their best player play like that. seemed to have an effect on everybody else in the lineup.
5: Yeah, well, we we learned that easily from uh, Willie Mays uh, coming up. I mean, it was more so about the team. He didn't care where you held the bat, but it was easier for those guys. And Willie McCovey, I mean, you've never seen so many balls hit so hard on a daily basis. And it would show because they're hitting close to uh, 340, always in the talk of uh, the MVP. But, you know, uh, and the same with this, the game going on. It, It doesn't take a genius to figure out and put together you know, five six teams that you know are going to be in it. Sure, they're going to be some surprises, but usually in the end they get kind of uh, knocked off. But I got to tell you, I mean, just on paper, it doesn't uh, look like it'll be fun times playing the Dodgers. Uh, <laughs> no, they're line. pretty good. Yeah, they, yeah. Know, and I'm, you know, and I don't know. And then even the haven't seen the the Japanese pitcher, but I understand he's filthy have to talk to probably Sud about that yeah but, you know I how mean, about that name drop danny you said Willie Mays
4: he's rookie of the year on a team where Willie Mays and Willie McCovey are there
5: that were rookie of the year yeah by the way uh, yeah oh yeah there's a little nugget for you but uh, Willie Mays used to give all the outfielders uh, gloves at the beginning of uh, spring training until they outlawed the kangaroo hide because it was just so soft but Willie would be able to break them in within a day or so, and he'd give him to all the different uh, outfielders. Uh, uh, I actually still have one to this day that I end up giving to my uh, son. Uh, but, uh, Did he use it? Did he use bus- it in the big leagues, a yeah. kangaroo hide glove? Oh, absolutely, until they outlawed it, yes. Damn. Yeah, wow. and the reason he had so many is because the kangaroo was so soft <laughs> that it would actually tear up where the balls would uh, – Hit him in his glove, and it was amazing because it would hit the same spot every time. You know, us Moros, we'd have the ball hitting over here, there, here. Yeah. But Willie had it hitting in the same uh, spot, which was un- 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 unbelievable. But what a, what a great guy to be around and a mentor uh, uh, coming up in the San Francisco Giants. Is he the best player you've ever seen? Well, I went back and forth with uh, Dusty Baker, my uh, one of my best friends, and he grew up with Hank Aaron. I got a chance to know Hank and to spend a lot of time with him afterwards. And I mean, you know, it, it's not as easy as a question for me. If you say, "Well, who's the best basketball player of all time?" It's Michael Jordan, there hands down, well, hands down. But you say with LeBron, he got trouble in this team. Uh, Pardon me. You say Lebron, you got trouble in this town. So has, it, you know what? It has for me to do with uh, heart and clutch, and uh, I tell you, M- Michael Jordan ruined a lot of players' legacy. Uh, from I mean, you you name it, Ewing, you know, Barkley, and kept them from winning, you know, a world championship. I mean, we've seen, if you grew up here, you've seen him. It was just, it was, it, it was just crazy. I yes, mean, it was when they got him here. So, you know, Michael I Jordan
2: say, was so good. I could ask you about Willie Mays and we're talking about Michael Jordan. Well, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. know, you know could connect and, them, And
5: almost really one in the same because the relentless to be able to be that really good uh, at that young age, you're talking 17 years old and then getting to the major leagues and doing, you know, what they did. But a little history. Brents Ricky was pretty smart at that time uh-huh. because he didn't take Josh Gibson. He didn't take Cool Papa Bell. He took the younger players. When you get rid of the younger players, you have no league. That's why in the Japanese League, you got to play there five to ten years or whatever it is. Before now you, come over. you can go there so it sustains mm-hmm. their particular group. With the uh, Black Negro League, they got rid of the younger players and was almost hey I got mine, you get yours. Yeah. So the demise of the Negro League, and they had other leagues, uh, Mexico and uh, uh, in the Caribbean and so on, yeah, but not
4: like being in the states. It's a worldly game, though. That that is that is for sure. Are you, are you looking forward to seeing your? Your old teammates tomorrow?
5: I see them all the time. Oh, you do, huh? Talk to them uh, quite a bit. That's awesome. You know. I'm thinking about bringing a cooler with
4: um, like a 12-pack of beers in there for a 4 o'clock panel. What do you think?
5: Get some Stella. There you go. <laughs> 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 He's got requests. That's
4: that's very specific. Yeah, that's good, doable. That, doable. We're, the, we're the last panel of the day tomorrow. I would run it by the Cubs
2: if I were you. Interesting. But, but I mean, uh, maybe listen, maybe just a listen, thought. Listen.
5: <laughs> See you That's gotta fair. you gotta you gotta be around me a little bit more. You don't you don't start asking around. You just go like, Hey, who brought that in? Oh <laughs> I thought it would be a good Ask idea. Ask
2: forgiveness not permission. After, yeah. That's Sergeant how I handle radio. Guy.
5: We're not made guys but oh, we'll God. be with Sarge.
4: That's true.
2: Uh
5: well uh we'll have a good time. Sut obviously will uh have some stories. uh Hope Rhino might be on there uh yeah uh with us. Uh, yeah,
2: hope he can make it.
5: Uh, What do you mean?
2: I don't know. I hope he shows up. There's a lot of snow out there.
5: Oh, okay. I thought he was already here. So I was going to say, does he need more than a limo from the (laughs) (laughs) room?
2: He is Rhino. You you know more than I would. Sarge, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Enjoy the weekend, all right?
5: Thank you very much. Absolutely, That's Gary
2: Matthews Sr., 84 Cubs legend.
4: Now get that hat back on. This man wears a hat better than anybody I've ever seen in my life.
2: That's absolutely true. (laughs)
4: <laughs> and I mean, I was
2: I, I was blinded by his. Uh, I think he's got some. He got a Phillies ring on his finger. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good looking ring, right there. Beloved but loved
4: in multiple towns. Yeah, Mr. Matthews.
2: So no, you can you here. just screwed out right over that way, and uh, you know we'll keep the keep it moving. You're probably gonna have to you know kiss some babies, sign some babies. Who knows what you're gonna have to yeah, do? Yeah, there, there's people as, here are gonna, as you walk gonna out of here. It.
4: How about that, man? It, oh, yeah, well, let's see. I played with Willie Mays, but then when I was down in Atlanta and my good friend Dusty Baker there, Hank yeah. Aaron was coming around an awful lot. Yeah, and it's he, a good guy to right, you, you to learn from and talk to to. to. to live and compare. I never heard that about Kangaroo Hyde. How about, so Willie Mays breaking in glove after glove in one day and just then handing him over to his outfield teammates. I, I love that stuff. Uh, that, that's that's currency. Incredible. Today absolutely it's incredible oxygen. yeah,
2: yeah. Right. well i mean this it's the connective tissue of all of these games exactly. right right they have they have it goes through generations and he's like okay so he's an 84 cubs legend but it goes back to hank aaron and to to everybody else uh before it so he, i i i was <laughs> i was kidding
4: all right my bad <laughs> so so it goes. Live I was microphone. saying signing
2: a baby. Yeah. I was not, not for him. Oh, no. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that,
2: that was awesome. That's all right. All right, well, a little bit of turbulence on nice, takeoff. I'll make nice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: fine. One of us breaks down a relationship. The other one builds it back up. That's what a partnership that, that's does. That's what we do. That's right. Uh, we'll
2: see how I can ruin this. Uh, no, Jen Martindale, kind enough to join us here at, uh, at Cubs hey, Convention. V- Hi. VP of Marketing with the Cubs. This is a small event for you guys.
6: So small. I mean, we just pulled this little thing together in the last few days. Yeah,
2: it's pretty
4: impressive. <laughs> what what, what kind of undertaking is it these we, days?
6: We literally start planning it the day after it ends. Yeah, so it's a full-year planning cycle. To wow. I mean, you know, we'd get a lot of feedback from the fans, so we do a survey right after the convention. We look at it. We understand, what did everyone enjoy? What could we be doing better? And we just start working at it.
2: That's great. And so what... Uh what are you excited about for the weekend and the, and the upcoming? Because this is like unofficial opening day for, for your department, I would imagine. First big event of the year and all that stuff.
6: Yeah, this is when we really turn the page, right? So I was just talking with someone else, and we said that it used to be that spring training was kind of the kickoff to the new season. But it really feels like Cubs convention is, right? We've got the team here. It's really, you know, the fans are starting to turn their attention towards the season. So... I'm excited for all of it. I mean, tonight's so special whenever we do opening ceremonies. And, you know, starting last year, we began the new tradition of announcing the new Cubs Hall of Fame class. So that's going to happen tonight too, oh which boy. I'm very excited about. We've
4: been talking about that actually. It could be a very interesting night, depending on who gets elected.
6: Could be very interesting. I mean, I am not on the voting committee, so you know. So I'm, you don't know. I'm just as excited as you are to see what happens wow. this evening. Yeah, because uh, and we'll be carrying that a little we, bit after. Yeah, six I was going to say, o'clock.
2: what time do, does the Hall of Famer get announced? It's after six mm, o'clock. It's. it's
4: it 's going to be during opening ceremony during that's opening ceremony we'll be carrying that, that, that could be well, let's get back let's put a pin in that Danny and talk about that a little bit a little bit later. You know what I was fascinated to learn today the Shota Imanaga press conference, which just completed a little while ago across the street at a different hotel with everything that's going on here at the Grand sheridan i'm told there was no room to do that press conference.: No here.
6: room at the inn, no, but how adorable was he I mean the way he opened. I
5: yeah, think
2: he just
5: we made played played a fan yet. out of me. We yeah. haven't played okay, it yet, but okay. we will. Yeah.
6: Hey, Chicago. Here we go. What do you say? <laughs> Cubs is going to win today. <laughs>
4: That'll, wow! That'll ingratiate you to a fan. I mean, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As a marketer, <laughs> that, that's yes. a marketer's That's exactly dream. the
6: marketer's heart. Oh Just. my <laughs> god,
2: that's amazing! I'm gonna
6: run that clip into the ground <laughs> <laughs> on a million platforms. <laughs> that's right?
2: Yeah, it's already all over all over the internet. Well,
6: I, I gotta say,
2: Jen, uh, this can be kind of an unofficial launch and announcement for something mm-hmm. that that we are doing uh, in partnership yep. and. Uh, do you want me to say a little bit about it? Why do you talk about it? Well, I mean, it, it's just, it's very cool. Uh, we met a couple of, I don't know, it was a month ago or so, yeah. but. Uh, the, the Radiothon is coming back to the score uh, in 2024, which is very exciting.
4: Now, this was a big undertaking of yours uh, a couple years back, Danny, the What About Chicago Radiothon, a huge success.
2: Yeah, so we are, we, uh, we're going to do it a little bit differently this time, and we're partnering with the Cubs leading into that July 21st series with the Diamondbacks, yep. and uh, we're going to do a Radiothon to raise money for cancer research in partnership with Stand Up To Cancer.
6: That's right. So we're so excited to have Odyssey on board. We're gonna um, really take what we did last year. You might remember we did Lynn's binge to celebrate the legacy of our friend um, Lynn Bremer. And we wanna keep the spirit of that going. And so in partnership um, with Odyssey and with Stand Up To Cancer, we're gonna run that back with a new theme this year and raise a lot of money. And Danny has um, offered graciously to bring back the Radiothon as part of that.
2: It's going to be pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna. there's going to be events all around the, the series, and then we'll do the 24-hour t- Radiothon, and they raise money for cancer research. And obviously this is something that I've become very passionate mm-hmm. about since my brother's passing from brain cancer uh, last April. And so I think there's going to be 50-50 donations yep. and all sorts of things. And so we can take the power of the radio station and Wrigley Field and your marketing department and hopefully raise a whole mm-hmm. bunch of money for cancer research. It's going to be pretty right. amazing.
6: And we want to do it hopefully year after year.
2: Yeah, right. We're 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 going to we're going to do it this year and then hopefully it will be uh, first annual. That's, That's right. a, that sort of thing.
4: That's really really cool and I love the fact that uh, our dear friend Lynn Bramer's legacy is attached to it in terms of some inspiration That's on the right. front end because I thought Lynn's binge was an incredible it was amazing. event last year. It was part of the concert that happened at Metro yes. that night, but the binge part of it, they, I mean, my god. That was the crucial. Chefs, yeah. The chefs at Gallagher Way, that yeah. was an incredible, incredible day.
6: Yeah, more to come on that from Danny and I in, in the next few weeks, I'm sure. Very, we, very cool. We will be working
2: on it. It'll be, it'll be massive. Anything else that uh, we need to know that you're most looking forward to this year other than uh, too many emails from me? <laughs>
6: Well, it's going to be a fun year. Single game tickets are going to be going on sale. So for friends of ours who aren't season ticket holders, those single games will be going on sale in the um, back end of February. So we're very excited about that. And just have a great weekend. This is going to be so much fun. In addition to opening ceremonies tomorrow, we have so much programming going on inside and outside the ballroom. We're encouraging all of our diehard fans to go take a master class with our team historian, Ed Hardig. Oh, how cool. And get your certificate of completion and lots of different topics. It's going to be great.
2: Wow. very cool well Jen thank you so much thank for a you. few minutes good luck with the uh, convention and uh, the upcoming year and we'll be talking
4: soon thanks for being here thanks, thanks Jen you,
2: Matt. absolutely that's Jen Martindale from the Chicago Cubs and yeah just a, a tremendous honor uh to be partnering with the Cubs and stand up to cancer and there will be more details and announcements to come but uh gonna be bringing back the 24-hour radiothon and it's obviously gonna be uh Very personal uh, with with Brad and everything like that. And so uh, but stand up to cancer, of course, the official charity partner of Major League Baseball at the All-Star Game in the World Series where they do it in the fifth inning where you all stand up with the cards and all that going to be doing that on a local level for the first time in Major League Baseball at Wrigley Field on that Sunday game against the Diamondbacks the uh, the third week third weekend of January. I think it's the third yeah, the 21st. Not January. Of, uh, Ju- of July. Of, of July, July. Of July. Excuse me. Okay, good. Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta, gotta no, January would not make any sense. No, I don't they're think not, so. They're not playing baseball games and we haven't played on the radio. Right, phone,
4: but, yeah. but that's, it's important to get that stuff on the calendar. There's a lot that goes on during a baseball season. So I got to get that one locked and loaded for that third Sunday in July against the Diamondbacks. Very, very cool.
2: Yeah, it's going to be an amazing and amazing things
4: i i i wonder what else is going to come our way during the course uh, of the year over there at wrigley i'm sure there'll be more announcements of, of of things i saw it's funny it's a busy time right now in chicago would you say so the bears fall out the caleb williams conversation uh the bulls with the ring of honor celebration last night and the game against golden state tonight Um, the Cubs convention and the massive news. I couldn't help but notice that the White Sox chose today to release their promotional schedule (laughs) for the 2024 season. They're locked in. They're locked in. I mean, you know, that's a, an interesting <laughs> timing choice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> sure. I didn't get a chance to go through the events. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Tanny, did you get a chance to go through the events? No, any good bob, but any good so, bobbleheads? So,
2: so so two segments, two shots at the White Sox during Cubs Convention Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It's an interesting way to play it. That's for sure. Yeah, to me, it's a well, nothing. The promo schedule is like okay, whatever. I didn't yeah, look at it. You know, uh-huh. right to the to the uh, recycle bin in the email box. But, sure. You know, I just yeah, I'll take a the look. The first at that. one came up so naturally. I know. Tanny. My- I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm a more direct. My- was natural. I, I, I have to admit, I'm what'd just you do to my Kai Sarge, man? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Danny, that was incredible. Danny just trying to, like, comfortably, he's like, hey, Sarge is here. He's going to be signing stuff for everybody on his
2: way. I know. I was, I was like, good luck uh, getting out of here, you know, signing babies, kissing babies. Sure. You know, you're the man of the people.
4: Yeah, and then people, like, look. hit
2: him up immediately for autographs thanks and pictures. Thanks for saying that. And he goes, he thanks said. for saying I'd be signing. I don't know how
4: clear that was, yeah. Tanny, but he turned right to Danny and said, hey, thanks for saying that, by the <laughs> way. And no, we did
2: not catch that on the microphone, unfortunately. Super pleasant. Um, so let's establish some goals for the rest of the show. Okay. Yeah, right. Um, let's idea. just try not. Not to offend any Cubs legends, oh, okay. <laughs> let's talk less about the White Sox as we do that normally anyway. <laughs> all right, all and, right. No, we don't have time now, but we'll mention we have a giveaway later on in the show. Oh, you well. told me to do that. Great too. job! Yeah, yeah, no, I did tell okay. you segment one to do that. Yeah,
4: Danny, he's, he's got it all under control.
2: <laughs> all right, so I flunked the first hour. We'll see. We'll see if we could do
4: better. Uh, I love you assigning tasks <laughs> to Cubs legends on their way off. Hey, it's great to see you. Craig Council is going to be uh, doing a one-on-one clinic with all of you for the next hour and a half. All right.
2: All right. But no one's talking about how good my sport jacket looks. Uh, Jameson Tyone and Craig Council expected to join us in person in the next hour. Yeah, Billy Joel tickets at some point. Park at the Spiegel on the score.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.